Hello, and welcome to Harp Column Podcast, taking you behind the stories in Harp Column from a practical harpist's perspective. My name is Christina Finch, and I will be your guide to all things harp. Music for today's episode comes from the CD Perception by the Queen's Duo. For today's episode, we welcome back a longtime friend of the podcast and author of a series of Harp Column articles examining tuning and rhythm, Keila Walton. Articles like these, fine-tuning in the May-June issue and keeping the beat in the July-August issue of Harp Column are a huge undertaking for just about everyone involved, but especially for the article's author. I asked Keila how these articles came to be. Well, I, I feel like Alison Reese, the editor, always just thinks to herself, hmm, I have a really convoluted, complicated topic that's going to take a lot of time. Who should I ask to write this? I know. Keila will do it. <laughs> so yes, Alison reached out to me and said, hey, we've been wanting to do an article about tuning for a while, and uh, we've never reviewed tuning apps. So what would you think about doing a two-part feature, sort of a double feature? And I said yes, even though I knew that that would be a lot of work. The reason I said yes is because I feel actually very passionate about tuning. Tuning is something that I love to do, which might be something that puts me in the minority among harpists. But I find, uh, much like Bridget Kibbe says, it's such a grounding experience because it's something that happens every day, whether I'm at home whether I'm at random gigs or if it's for something, you know, that I find really nerve wracking or special, you know, big performance of some kind, all of these things begin with tuning. And so because tuning is something I do every day, it just kind of helps me calm down and go, okay, I know how to do this. I do this all the time. (laughs) So I personally like tuning for that reason. I think it's a subject that some teachers are great passing on to their students the importance and how to tune. And I think in other cases, it may get glossed over or you're so young, your parents were actually the ones who were taught to tune, you know, so somewhere in the process, it wasn't conveyed upon you how to tune efficiently and accurately. And I see harpists all the time tuning and I just, you know, want to say something to them about, oh, but if you just did it a little differently, your harp would be so much more in tune. (laughs) You would save yourself so much time and trouble. And so I thought, what better way than to use the harp column as my platform to help people be better at tuning. With both of these topics, with tuning and with the metronome, it's really easy to get into some really technically hairy water about what these terms mean and What is the beat? What is the pulse? What is the rhythm? Uh, We so often use these terms interchangeably when really they actually have very specific meanings. So I try to cover that as painlessly and briefly as possible. (laughs) And then, yeah, just give some insight. Creating articles like these, 
Akilah had the opportunity to choose her contributors. I asked her to share how she chose who to include in these articles. Allison had a couple of suggestions and immediately I thought of Peter Wiley. I know he's written several articles for the Harp Column about it, but he is one of my favorite people on this planet and I've learned so much from him about just the, the basics of the mechanics of the instrument and how I can use those to my advantage. Rather than letting the harp take over and I have to struggle against it, you know, understanding, oh, this is how it works so I can work with it. And he's one of those that if you ask him a question, he will give you a very detailed, in-depth answer. And I personally love that. I'm a nerd, I like learning things. And so Peter and I can spend a lot of time <laughs> talking <laughs> whenever I get to see him. James Scully is actually a former student of mine that is in Buffalo, New York. And I just thought, you know, we need the perspective of everyone. And if I just ask all of my professional harpist friends, they're all going to think the way I think. And we can do better than that. So I asked James and his mother, I emailed them and I said, what would you think about being a contributor and doing this project? And he always had such interesting things to say in lessons, and I thought he would have a great voice as a student and as a younger person trying to navigate all these things. I have to put it in context here a little bit. So I was writing this article in March, and in March, that's when all of our whole world changed for everyone, you know. So James was suddenly not going to school every day and homeschooling, you know all of my gigs and things had evaporated. <laughs> Our whole world radically shifted. And it was interesting trying to write an article at that time. <laughs> and some of our, harp, um, our app testers relished having a project, something to focus on. In fact, Catherine Kay said that, because you know, I was thanking them all profusely for continuing to do this massive undertaking while they're also reorganizing their lives, you know, learning how to teach online or going to school online or whatever it was. When was the last time you tuned your harp or pulled out your metronome? Head over to www.harpcolumn.com to read Keela's articles and so much more today. Harp Column Magazine is the driving force behind all of the free content that we bring you through projects like the 30-Day Practice Challenge, news updates and Q&A features on Facebook, and this podcast. If you appreciate this content and want to support its creation, the best way to do so is to subscribe to Harp Column Magazine. For only $44.95, you get a full year of Harp Column, including full access to our website and library of past issues, as well as our beautiful magazine delivered directly to your home six times a year.
So let's focus on tuning for a second. This fundamental practice can be taught and learned about a thousand different ways. Do you even remember how you were taught? I asked Keela when she begins working on tuning with her own students. So this depends on their age. And I teach, as you know, all ages, very little to retired adults. And so if you are basically, in my mind, if you're in middle school, you can handle this responsibility. So if you're younger than that, then I teach the parent how to tune first and it becomes their issue. But definitely if you are in middle school, in my mind, you can handle this responsibility and you need to learn sooner rather than later how to tune your harp. For me, the cutoff is just a, an arbitrary one. You know, different students might be ready sooner, but physically they're usually tall enough, you know, to reach whatever instrument they have and strong enough and they have coordination enough. And then if we have a situation where the parent's been tuning the harp for years, sometimes it can get a little bit dicey in letting the parent let go of this responsibility. <laughs> and so we will step back and have another lesson with just me and the student and the parent watching, you know. And I try not to make that a real abrupt transition. Um, I try to involve the student with the parent in the tuning part. So whether they're holding the tuner or saying, hi, your mom, lower dad, <laughs> you know, get them involved, even if they're not physically tuning, they're understanding the mechanics of the process so that when they actually physically tune, it's not a foreign thing or brand new thing. You know, and let me just let me just praise you for a little while because you're amazing. I have been playing, you know, I've been playing the harp for decades and I consider myself to be a good tuner. I mean, when I was in my doctorate at Eastman, I had to tune all of the studio harps every day. I was tuning mm -hmm. six, seven harps every day mm -hmm. and I got really good at it. And I was like, mm, I'm a good tuner. I'm reading your article and I'm, I'm reading what Peter Wiley said about tuning the biggest strings first. Ah, was this a, a new light bulb moment for you? Yeah, big time. It makes so much sense. I mean, mm -hmm. it makes so much sense. And how, what a blessing you brought to my life. <laughs> it's, it's so, it's so logical, really, when you think about it. It's just wonderful. So thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Yes, that was when Peter told me that. I, I was in college when I learned that. And it was, again, just this brilliant aha. And, and he looked at me and he said, you know, all harpists are just practical physicists. You just have to look at the physics and work with it rather than against the physics. So I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, this makes complete sense. And I, I love how there's more than one right way to tune. I tried to be very careful in the article not to pass judgment on how people tune, but whether you start on that fifth octave A and work down into your wires, or if you start a little higher and work down and then come back up. Overall, most of the people who I contacted as an expert talked about tuning those bigger strings first. So I don't think Peter's alone. No, and <laughs> I, can, I can guarantee you Peter Wiley will listen to this and he'll be like, Christina said that when you were a freshman at Eastman. And then I said it again when you were saw, he probably said it every year that he came. Right. And it just didn't penetrate my thick skull until now. Sometimes right. you have to hear things a hundred times. 
And it's very possible that my early harp teachers said something similar and it just didn't process. There was too much information about how to tune that I was trying to take in that I probably didn't process all of it. I try to make it so that there's something everyone can take away, whether you're brand new at the harp or you've been playing the harp your whole life. I hope there's some nugget of something that will catch your eye and go, ah, oh, okay, I can, I can do this. A quick thank you to all of the patient and wonderful people who ever attempted to teach me anything. That's it for today's episode. Many thanks to Keela Walton for joining us. You can find Keela's articles on tuning and rhythm in the May, June, and July, August issues of Harp Column. Music for today's episode comes from the Queen's Duel album, Perception, featuring Hannah Rabe on harp and Verena Beatrix Schulte on flute, reviewed by Allison Young in the July-August issue of Harp Column. If you'd like to learn more about Harp Column, please visit www.harpcolumn.com and subscribe today to gain access to current and past issues, as well as a lot of great web content. My name is Dr. Christina Finch, and we at Harp Column hope that you have a spectacular week. <laughs>